0: thank you for the lovely sunshine today and thank you for everything that's going on we're, we're so thankful for everything yesterday my sister was dead five years ago but praise the Lord she she was saved almost on her deathbed she saved the Lord when she was um, really on her deathbed so I'm very she was saved I'm very thankful but she was a lovely woman don't worry because it's a, cold, it's a, feels a bum. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute when the demon fell when the demon left I'm sorry I told this after it's um, Luke 11 14 to 32 I don't see the page number page 16 14 Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute when the demon left the man who had been mute spoke and the crowd was amazed. But someone said, by be- Beelzebub, a prince of demons who is driving about demons. Others tested him by just asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew that their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and a house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebub. Now, if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your followers drive them out? So then they will be your, your judges. But if I drive out demons for the finger of God and the kingdom of God has come to you. When a strong man really armed or guards his, Fully armed, guards his own house, the possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away any armor in which the man tr- trusted and divides up the spoils. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not, with, does not gather with me c- gathers, scatters. When an evil spirit becomes of a man, it goes through er, arid, which means return in the house. I I left, the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. In the final condition, that man is worse than at first. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, "Blessed is the mother who gave you birth and nursed you." He replied, "Blessed rather to those who hear the word of the God and and obey it." Signs of Jonah. As the crowds increased, Jesus said. This is a wicked generation. And as for miracle is signed, but none will be given except to the sign of Jonah. For Jonah was also signed to the Nimanites. Niva, so also will the Son of God be to the generation. The, I like this. the Queen of the South shall rise at the judgment with the man of the generation and condemn them for the before they came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom and how much greater than Solomon is here the man of Nibia will stand up against the judgment with this generation and condemn it for they repented at the preaching of Jonah they repented at the preaching of Jonah now one greater than Jonah is here this is the word of the Lord Okay.
1: I'll reread the text a moment the verses 27 and 28 as Jesus was saying these things a woman in the crowd called out blessed is the mother who gave you birth and nursed you and he replied blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it congregation of our Lord Jesus Christ it has been observed and noted that in a cellar in Cologne, Germany, after World War II, these words were found on a wall. I believe. I believe in the sun, even when it is not shining. I believe in love, even when I feel it not. And I believe in God, even when he is silent. a silent God? Well, some people think that God has always been silent. Many people take it for granted that God exists. Others take it for granted that he does not exist. Either way, he is taken for granted. If you are living as if there is no God but I read somewhere if you are living as if there is no God then you better be right otherwise you may be in big trouble but a silent God not really he has spoken and blessed, blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it that is who hear what he said So listen with me this morning, congregation, to God's word as it announces, as it proclaims to us the answer to the question, who are really blessed? Now the text talks about a blessedness for all people. When Jesus was uh, driving out demons, and some people were saying that he was doing this by Beelzebub the leader of the, of, of the demons, the prince of the demons. But Jesus said, if I drive out demons by the, by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God is among you. And then he said, if an evil spirit leaves you, leaves you, don't leave yourself empty. Don't leave your house empty empty in the example he gives a house that is a person is is cleaned but now that house that person is unoccupied and a life that has been changed by evil spirits having been uh, having left has to now be filled with God's Spirit Because Jesus says, and by God's presence, because otherwise that house is going to be filled with seven evil spirits, meaning a fullness of demons and of evil. And then, suddenly, just like that, without warning as Jesus is saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, Blessed is the mother who gave you birth and who nursed you. Well, here is Jesus, prophet, a great prophet speaking, and all of a sudden out of the clear blue, the sky, this, this woman calls out, lifts up her voice, says literally, "Blessed." Oh, how happy the womb that bore you, that carried you, and the breasts you sucked. How happy the mother who carried you under her heart and nursed you as a little baby with her own milk. That mother's son sure became somebody. He became a big hero this woman really says to be the mother of that kind of a son. Well, I can see uh, that point of this uh, woman in the crowd a little bit. You know, all parents feel or like to feel that way about their children, their own children. Woodstock is my hometown, and years ago When I was a teenager, we had the late Reverend Hoagland there, and uh, then he told us one time that he visited this, uh, he met this this new father, and this couple had just had a baby boy, so he said, I said to this father, I hope that your son will become a better man than what you are. And then he says, uh, Reverend Hoagland says, Pastor Hoagland says, you know, and this father kind of looked at me like, you know, what's really wrong with me? Well, Pastor Hoagland said, don't we all want our children to become better than what we are? Now, of course, he could only say that kind of thing once or twice or three times. And then that story got around so then he couldn't do that anymore. But it is true. Of course we'd like to we like our children to become better than what we are. Well, at any rate, Congregation, Jesus responds is brief and to the point. He doesn't criticize her. Uh, his answer shows that there is something greater than being his mother. Something greater. Now we only find this particular story in the Gospel of Luke. The late Dr. Hendrickson, one of our pastors and seminary professors years ago, uh, says that Luke's Gospel, in his commentary on Luke says, Luke's Gospel especially emphasizes Christ's tender love as well as his far-reaching sympathy, especially for women think only of jesus concern for his mother when he is on the cross hendrickson said the beloved physician's book has been called the gospel of womanhood Well, women have really been abused Uh, you know we've been reading about that every every day lately but the gospel of womanhood uh, for the Savior's tender and profound regard for women comes to the fore in the Gospel, more, in this Gospel, more clearly than in any other. You see, again and again, this Gospel of Luke shows that Jesus treats women in a marvelous way. Only think of, of the, the woman at the well, for example. Never a derogatory word for women from Jesus. Now Luke, as you may know, was a medical doctor. So maybe some of the women in that day would say, well, who was your doctor? Well, I have Dr. Luke, but you know, he quit his practice, basically, because now he's following this prophet Jesus from Nazareth. Well, well, again and, ag- and again, never... derogatory word. as a matter of fact Jesus by his work lifts women from the curse in Genesis 3 where it says about the man he shall rule over you but that's really taken away you know that happened at the fall but it's really taken away because Jesus came to redeem and to restore and to shed his grace, as the hymn puts it, far as the curse is found. Well, in the churches in general, in our land, women are often more responsive to the gospel than men. In mainline churches, you often only see women and children. And in a way, it's no wonder that a woman, perhaps a mother, we don't know, made this exclamation. This comment, or this exclamation by this lady in our text, was also the first New Testament fulfillment of the Magnificat, that is, the Song of Mary. In Luke 148, Mary declared, All generations shall call me blessed. That's what's happening in this text. Earlier in Luke 142, Elizabeth had exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. You know, when I think of the great people of the scriptures, then people like Moses and Elijah and Samuel, they come to my mind. But Mary, the Bible says, great among women, one of the greatest of people and of women. Now, being a mother is a tremendous privilege. That's true, and that's good to think of, especially also during this month and this day when we remember especially uh, the fact that so many children uh, in the womb will not see daylight. That was even more so in the Old Testament to to uh, a privilege to have a child because of some woman in Israel Jesus would be born, the Messiah, the Son of God. And so, married couples who cannot have children or single people, especially if it's not by choice, men or women, Who will never have children, you know, that can be really, really painful for them. For people like that, and I have met people like that over the years who would find it difficult to attend a baptism service because it brought too much pain into their heart and life and mind because they would never be up there. It's also painful for parents who had their children baptized and whose children don't serve the Lord anymore. And what they need to do is to continue, to continue to plead with God on the basis of his promises. Now the text says Jesus responded. Jesus. His name means, as the catechism also says, and and the gospel tells us, why is he called Jesus? that is, Savior. He said to the woman, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Now this phrase of Jesus is introduced by him with a word that means something like, he really says to the woman, rather, or he says, yes, yes, my dear woman, but better still, Dr. Henriksen in his commentary on Luke points out, an emotional outburst if rooted in truth has its value, but one must be careful not to make primary that which is after all secondary. And so note the careful manner in which Jesus corrects and completes, corrects and completes this lady's statement. He does so without discouraging her. That's really great. If you can and can correct people without discouraging them. That's a good lesson for all of us to learn. And so Jesus says, Yes, my dear lady, what you are saying has a lot of merit, but it's incomplete, not totally finished. So he replied, yes, but better still are those who listen to the word of God and obey it. Blessed are those who hear the word of God. That included this woman of our text. It includes you. It includes me. It included the crowd of that day. Now that word of God speaks of creation and the fall into sin how that foreign, strange intruder came into God's good creation. That word shows us that we were all on the way to hell, hell hell-bound. But thank God it speaks about grace. We sang about that also this morning. And of cleansing from sin and of heaven. Blessed are those who hear the word. And woe to the many churches in the land where preachers do not preach the word anymore. Where they have reduced the scriptures to mere moralism. You know, where you read the Bible and you just look at all the characters. And if a preacher preaches about David, if he does something good, you should become like David. If he does something bad, you don't become like David. I mean, that's not what the scriptures are about, of course. And why do so many people not read it anymore? So good for us to do too, personally, in our family devotions, in church. You know, somewhere uh, a preacher visited, unexpectedly, so the story goes, and the lady of the house immediately instructed her little daughter uh, Please run out, uh, run and get out that good book that we all love to read so much. And the daughter tottered off and then returned in a minute with triumph and a big smile on her face with a seer's catalog in her hand. You see, congregation, there's the need for reading the scriptures. Now, early in my ministry, maybe i should just share last september i we were four days in iron springs alberta where i was ordained 50 years ago last september and i was able to lead a service there well it was in that church early in my ministry then i would from time to time i would do it occasionally later but i'm doing it this morning but not usually i would say from time to time in a sermon that the Word, the preached message, is also for the one who proclaims it and who brings it. So if it's a message of comfort, it's also for me. If it's a message of judgment and warning, that's also for me. We are all under the Word. And I have been privileged to proclaim that Word for over half a century. But, listen, blessed, happy, is not the one who brings it only, is not the one who only hears it, but blessed are those who keep it, Jesus said, who follow it. Blessed has the idea of completeness in it, wholeness. Blessed, that is salvation, being saved, believing. Blessed, that is inexpressible joy. That blessedness, that happiness belongs to those who know Jesus. Blessed, says says Jesus. But the woman who used that word, You also knew her Bible because she used the traditional language of Genesis 49 for blessed. Blessed are those who obey it. And so that blessedness encompasses and that word wants to address all of life, the home, the school, politics, the entire creation, life, You know, the sad thing is that our world is still filled with pain and sadness and hurt and suffering. And there is so much evil in our world. I'm reading a book by Os Guinness right now called Unspeakable that's about the evil in the last century and in in history. He says, the last century was the most evil and murderous century in all of human history. And in our society, there's a constant protest against what is normal and valuable, and all the abnormal is praised. Well, in a way, it is no wonder that we have the kind of problems that we do also in our society. We live in what is now called the postmodern era. Everything is declared relative, and there are no absolutes anymore, no right or wrong anymore. That's the culture in which we live or labor to use. Uh, to apply the word that Jesus spoke here this morning. You know, one of the great prophets of the past, Francis Schaeffer, said one time, if there are no absolutes in society, then society itself becomes absolute. And that's basically to quite an extent where we have uh, arrived. And in a way, it's no wonder, congregation, but increasingly sad that the compilers of the Oxford Dictionary 2016 recognized this as the new word for the year. Maybe you know about that. The word is post-truth. Post-truth. Post, as you know, means after. So we live in the age after truth. There is no truth anymore. Dr. Ravi Zacharias, that great defender of the faith, who's also on TV every Sunday night now again and speaks all over at universities, etc., uh, that great defender of the faith in our time, uh, says in, uh, in a magazine, I get all that material, uh, he says there, with the death of truth, The unique capability of homo sapiens, of humans, for abstract reasoning and language is now taken to the morgue and all language is meaningless. Indeed, we have so extinguished the light of truth and the light of Easter in our halls of learning that it is possible, says Dr. Ravi Zacharias, it's possible for a student at Harvard to say I can believe anything I want as long as I don't say that it is the truth that's the kind of world we live in even though we live in a great nation with all kinds of blessings well whoever you may be here this morning come to this Jesus of our text in faith believe in him, believe that his suffering and death on the cross was for our sins, was for you and me. Because when you believe that, that is more important than being Jesus' mother. Even Mary, the mother of Jesus, had to become his disciple and believer. And Jesus, in a way, also minimizes family relationships. Whoever believes in him, he says, is his mother and sister and brother. Hearing and doing balances the womb and the nursing the woman spoke of in the text. Hearing, but don't only hear. Don't only hear Do something with what you hear. That is, live the word. Oh, we do that with all kinds of imperfections. I'll be the first to acknowledge that. But try to live more according to the Bible. Hearing is one thing. Doing is quite another. How we talk. Treat others. You know, I find that Appalling that many church people also use what I would, you wouldn't want me to use these words from the pulpit, but use this borderline kind of language in their conversations. Why do that in an already rude culture as God's people? Now, the text is in the context of evil. You know, we don't like to be quoted out of context, neither does God. And Jesus said, Who is not with me is against me. And then it's followed by, uh, by uh, you know, uh, talking about driving out these demons, etc., and you need to be filled with the right spirit. And then it's followed by Jesus sharing the sign of Jonah. The way Jonah was in that fish, that big sea monster, for three days, as a sign to the Ninevites so Jesus was a sign for us and for their, his generation by being in the grave as Jonah was buried three days in the fish shows Jesus three days in the heart of the earth until his resurrection on Easter morning now says the text
0: blessed
1: are those But now wait a moment yet, can anyone obey and keep and defend and guard that word of God? Then you could say, can anyone even be saved? Is there anyone here this morning who says, yeah, I do exactly what the text says and I do it perfectly? I don't, and if you said that you do it, I wouldn't believe you, and neither would anyone else. No one can do this perfectly. No one. But you know what? We used to have neighbors with two little girls, and they had all these comments and questions, and often they came, you know what? And you know what? And you know what? But you know what, congregation? There was one. There was one. Jesus Christ himself. He came into this world to do his Father's will. And I asked him how much he loved me. And he stretched out his arms and he said, this much. And then he died. And he told his mother as a 12-year-old boy that he had to be in the Father's business. Jesus fulfilled all of this perfectly he obeyed the word he was the word become flesh he himself was the word at the start of the sermon I asked the question about a silent God he was silent once when his son cried out on the cross my God why have you forsaken me? That son as a sheep before the slaughter didn't open his mouth. And on Good Friday I ask, why was he silent when a word could have slain all these accusers? Why did he meekly bear their taunts when angels wait his call? He was made sin my sin he bore upon the cursed tree and sin all your sin and my sin wonderful has no defense to make because his silence was for me thank you Lord For now I may speak and sing and join you in praise someday perfectly in the new creation. When we think of that, we say, Lord Jesus, why don't you come back real soon so we don't have to keep on letting people go one at a time, but we can all go together. So come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Father in heaven, help us now with the help of your spirit to not just be hearers, but also doers of the word. We pray in the name of him who was the word made flesh, Jesus. Amen.